This is the MDRT Podcast. The dynamics of a practice may be different when family members are involved. During a recent discussion at MDRT headquarters... Ana Sofia Rodriguez, Panama Republic of Panama. Matthew Murphy, Calgary, Alberta. Adam Blumberg, Houston, Texas. Talked about how family members interact in a business and how the added emotional levels pertain to non-related colleagues. First of all, I think the most basic difference between having a family-owned business firm and the one that doesn't involve any family but business partners is the feelings that are involved. It's family. So even though business is said to be business, when there's family involved, there's always feelings involved. So there's an extra layer there that you need to take always into account. And in regards to staff, you have to find real ways to keep them motivated and show them that they have opportunities for growth in the company. Because if it's a family-owned firm, they can come into the company and after a while they can form the idea that there's no growth for me here because it's going to end up with the son or the daughter of the owner. So you have to make sure that they can find real opportunities for growth in your firm. If not, they're going to end up leaving for someone else. I, I never thought of it from that perspective, from an outside employee looking at future growth potential when there is family in the business. I always assume that the biggest challenge someone in your shoes, Anna, is going to face is going to be how do we make the family happy? I've never thought of it from the outside employee sitting there. So that's a, I think that's a really good point that you brought up. I've, I've just never... As I mentioned earlier... That just hit me like a brick. Earlier today, I said I at one point in my career was an advisor with a family firm that wasn't my family. And that's when I realized I'm never going to get this business because my name isn't on the door and the owner of the business has five kids and I'm not one of them. And I better get out of here before I build up too much and it's too difficult for me to get out. I better get out as early as I can. Was it a good training ground? It was a great training ground because they were fantastic mentors and and were ethical and moral and did the business right and were longtime MDRT members, which helps. They're the ones who got me into Million Dollar Roundtable. But at one point I realized uh, from a family perspective, they're going to take care of family, which is what they should do. If it were my family business, I'd take care of my family, right? I work with family businesses. This industry isn't any different, right, than other industries that have family businesses. I work with construction companies and other types of companies that are all family and you have family issues, right? Like sometimes you just, you don't always get along and, and you can get angrier with your parents who are your bosses because they're your parents, right? And you get angry with your brother and sister. And then you start having issues like brothers and sisters get married. And now you got in-laws that are actually kind of owners of the company now. Are you looking forward to having to go through the semi-retirement process with dad? And, you know, if, if dad retires, mom's probably going to not be too far behind. And doing all of that, is that something that you, you are excited about and engaged about? Or is it something you... I think it's bittersweet in the yeah. sense that I look forward to the challenge mm-hmm. of stepping up to the plate. But it's bittersweet in the sense that my parents are my mentors. So it's, I'm looking forward to finding a way 
that they can remain in the business in the sense that they don't retire completely. Because I think there's still so much to learn from them in that sense. And also, it would be like any other job in which you have someone you really look up to and he leaves, It you feel that there would be a part missing there. But at the same time, you want the challenge to be able to have the challenge to step up and show what you have learned throughout those years. Have you felt any of the issues of really in any business where you have an older person or couple or, or partners that have started the business and then you have younger people coming in, you have things like technology issues, which is, you know, now we use cell phones and Twitter and text and email and everything. And there's usually the older generation going, well, well, we've always done it this way for X number of years and we've been successful. The difference with you is it, it's actually your parents saying, those, those potentially saying that. I don't know. Your parents might be really technologically savvy. I don't know. My mother cries every time I send an email because she didn't know how to read it. <laughs> well, in our case, we've had a great opportunity in that sense. And we're even working really hard on the social media part of the business. We really believe and we've had great support from my parents who are the founders of the company, implementing a more personal relationship with clients through social media. And a lot of our ads, a lot of uh, what we portray or what we show to our clients and the connections that we make, we do them through social media. And I'm a true believer in that because that gives you an excellent opportunity to show your clients another side of you. It's not an option for everyone. I'm particularly fond of it in the sense that my clients see me in the business side, but I also want them to know what I stand for in the sense as a person. And it goes along with the whole person concept of MDRT, like painting a 360 concept, an entire picture of what I stand for as a person, not only as a business advisor. What can non-family companies learn from family companies, or is it the other way around? I think any business that has, whether it's family harmony or business harmony, I think any business, period, if there is congruent behaviors that match up and line up and the sentiment is there and everybody is on the same page and you can provide a voice to everyone that is a decision maker or involved in that business, I think that you're going to have a successful business venture. I think that what we as non-family business owners can look to the family business owner market for is structure, putting people in positions that necessarily the individual themselves add value. I think a lot of times as business owners, we employ people based on a position that we want filled, and they apply for the position based on key metrics, benefits, wages, all these, all these different things that matter to them. But if we were able to say, let's take all of that out of the equation, and let's hire people for their skill sets, their attributes, and create the position around what they can bring to the business, that would be something, and that is something that we're looking at, but that would be a catalyst to, to saying that's something that we've taken out of that family business model because when you have a family business, you know intimately what each individual is skilled at. You wouldn't put your brother and you know, I don't know your brother, but if say your brother was an introvert, you would not put your brother in charge of marketing the company, going out and entertaining clients. That would go to somebody better suited in that role. So I think the family business market lends 
some favor to us in telling us know your staff, know their strengths intimately, and cater their position around that. And that's something that family business owners do often, you know. Something that can be translated from family businesses to non-family businesses would be the fact that in a family business, you feel like you're all in the same boat and you're rowing together. And I used to give the example whenever I like had to take a trip or something, I would tell clients like, don't worry, if you need to call me or need anything, you can call my business partner, which by the way, is my sister, which by the way, is my mom. And that would give them an extra level of confidence, but it would also give me an extra level of confidence because there was no competition in between my mom or my dad or my sister with in between each other. And you sometimes see that in companies. Your partners, you're supposed to be part of a team, but you compete in between each other. And you would never be like, okay, I'm leaving, but I'm gonna leave you with so-and-so who's also exceeding his sales. There's like a competition element. So in many ways, I think if you would translate that sentiment that like, this is my family, this is my team, to all types of business, clients would feel that too. And also it would give you an extra sense of trust and tranquility when you are trusting someone with your client. I think too, it resonates with the client when they see that from a business standpoint, you have your house in order. You know, when there is bickering amongst the partners in a family business, again, partners, but now family members, and the clients see that, it sets the stage for what could potentially blow up. And so when your house is in order, I think it resonates completely with the client base. And that's one thing that we learned from seeing family business and non-family business, we were able to identify that even as business partners, we can compete internally with each other and we can always try to push each other to be better. When it comes to the client and what the client perceives and, and is exposed to, it is a fairly symmetrical operation. We are a team, we work together. No one is vying more for your business than us. It's not me or my partner vying for it. It is a joint effort. And I think seeing that in a family business context that can add some value too because you, you see those interfamily squabbles and hopefully they don't get passed on to the client but if it did it could be devastating so i think family businesses have to work equally as hard if not harder because the emotional i mean there's always going to be emotion present when you're dealing with family Thanks for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. See you next time.